It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. I look at Mike Pence refusing to cooperate, not as a lawmaker, but as a former prosecutor. And I know it's easy to get mired in the, you know, executive privilege claim or the speech and debate clause. Um, but how about the do the right thing clause or your country is asking for your help and you raise your hand and say, I want to help them. I mean, that's what really this is about. You know, I proved uh, dozens of cases before juries with the benefit of witnesses who could have jammed me up for weeks and months on ridiculous, you know, legal claims. Uh, but most Americans, when they witness a crime, want to help their government yeah 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 mike pence yeah that's the idea representative uh, eric swalwell mm-hmm. um our legal lad tristan snell tweets mike pence claimed executive privilege to avoid testifying to the j6 committee yep. mike pence is now claiming legislative privilege to avoid testifying to doj and panel federal grand jury neither privilege applies to testimony about criminal conspiracies Correct. um thank you what is it crime fraud what have we learned, boys and girls? Crime, Crime fraud. fraud exemption. Yes. Starry decisis. Uh, sure. Yeah, ipso post facto. <laughs> okay. All right. You have to, oh, your beard looks fantastic this morning. I should point out by saying you Thank look you. freshly shorn. I I imagine because the uh, star of stage screen, and of course, uh, Bill Maher, Malcolm Nance. Yes. Coming up. He he was fantastic. Yeah. I'm also wearing my Kamala Harris T-shirt in honor of uh, Bill Maher. Apparently, uh, saying Kamala Harris's career is over. She'll be surprised to know that. Did you just watch Bill Maher last night in preparation? No, no, for- no, okay. no, no, no. I just I only watched the Malcolm segment. Okay, but all it right. was enough to catch him uh, Kamala Harris bashing. Okay. And, oh, oh, she just didn't happen. So that's not going to work. Blah blah blah. She'd be surprised to know her career is completely over because Bill Maher says so. Tucker had some thoughts about it too. Yeah. What did Tuck? Oh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Wait, 20. So, wow. Oh, really? <laughs> Is there <laughs> another Tucker? <laughs> you, got, you got multiple Tuckers in your life? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did he, did he blame her for the invasion? What's happening? Uh, it, uh, for the we, UFO we invasion that we're clearly in the middle of? Her, oh, you know what? Just listen okay. to it. Okay. All right. Thank you. So here you have three unknown objects in three days. Oh, if wow. these things are extraterrestrial, what we're seeing is an alien invasion. Oh. That means at some point they're probably going to demand to be taken to our leader. And what are we going to say then? Uh, this is Kamala Harris. She once dated Montel Williams, but now she runs our country because her boss is senile. Ooh, pretty embarrassing. Just anything in the shut up canon will work. Shut the f- up. Shut all the way the f- up until you reach the top of Shut Mountain where there are no more f- ups to shut. That's from Grace and Frankie. And we know that's from Grace and Frankie. Yes. Stop tweeting us. That's not the one we need. That's right. not the one we don't know. I mean, people, I found it. We know that's from Grace and Frankie. Yes, Thank we you. know exactly. Shut We've the watched the video we many it. times. This okay. is the one This we're is the for. one we don't know where it's from. Oh, bitch, police. Tucker, Take bitch. your line of bull down to the corner market and sell it there because this five and dime isn't buying your line today yeah there you go that that's also, the one that also works fantastically well for yeah. what tucker just said yeah her boss is not senile and she is a fantastic leader i just the mainstream media can i just say there have been a number of polls showing her and biden beating yeah uh desantis you name it it's just everybody calm the down and shut the up everybody goodness 
You wouldn't think I'd be so cranky. I had a delightful Valentine's Day. You posted yummy things on Instagram from yeah. yours. Delicious. Oh, fantastic. Oh. What, what was that? Oh, that was the Pele's Kiss. Oh. I recreated the cocktail that we had on our honeymoon. Oh, that's fantastic. That's good. I don't, at least I have a girlfriend. I don't hate Travis as much as I normally do on Valentine's Day. Okay. Oh, I'm not, why am I, my nose is running. What's going on? That was delightful. I don't know. Okay. A snot bubble? Yeah, I had a snot bubble. Thank God I already have a girlfriend. Are you allergic to cute? <laughs> you allergic to my cocktail? <laughs> don't know. Yes, it was cute. All right. Uh, so Malcolm Nance, uh, Carl, Carlos Osraki, and of course, superhero Bob Seska. Mm-hmm. All coming up on what? Why are I you think... giving me a weird look? Oh, okay. Oh, also, you decided to, t- uh, to t- uh, torture me with Hannity and Cruz in addition to Tucker? Just well, because. Because the U.S. The invasion has begun, and Fox has gone all in on this invasion. Right. right. Okay, here we go. Spoken to the American people about it, but it could be an unidentified flying object, maybe an extraterrestrial. That's that's NORAD. You never know, Senator. Well, you know, uh, we, we've got aliens crossing our southern border. Maybe they're crossing our northern border in the skies, too. <laughs> you know, apparently, illegal immigrant, illegal alien is no longer correct, but yes, I understand your point. <laughs> I slept during the Fox music. <laughs> <laughs> but like their side believes oh it. Oh my gosh! That okay. There are people think that there's aliens now. Mm, mm. Oh, uh, Hannity also had Marjorie Taylor Greene on to complain that not enough money went toward rail safety in the bill that she voted against entirely. Correct. So, right, you can see how that's. Did he bring that up at all? That that might be hypocritical in some way. That it was uh, infrastructure week every week under Trump, but none ever actually ever got done. And when it did get done, she voted against the whole thing, which included rail safety. She can take that line down yeah. to the corner market because this five yeah. and dime ain't there. buying it anymore. Yeah, and buying her in line today. Where's that from, people? Get to work. If you send us, shut the up mountain one more time. We know that. We, will, we will snap. <laughs> we you guys don't understand we, we how on the, the edge. Now. Oh, we try to ignore, but we are actively yeah. violent towards you yeah. now. If yeah. you send us yeah. the Grace and Frankie. Clip. I found out where it's from. It's from Grace and Frankie. <laughs> Seriously, if you want to get on our nerves, this is how you do yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Don't yeah. do All it. Right, we if, if you're on our Twitter, There's I'm going to mute or block you. We apologize. There's a lot of whores up in this house this morning. A lot of bastard people. We apologize. We're in a mood. We don't know. We've had to talk about Donald Trump for too many years. Yes, Marjorie Taylor Greene reacted to last week's hazardous train uh, derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, which released toxic chemicals, chemicals such as vinyl chloride into the air. Residents reported seeing uh, dead wildlife. Mm-hmm. Suddenly they're concerned about wildlife, like, I guess, on the right. Yes. I saw that, something like 3,500 fish yeah. died. Yeah. No, I know. Mm-hmm. But That's wh- they're pretending that they care about wildlife. Are you kidding me? Uh, appearing on Hannity, Green said uh, the money for railway safety allocated in the bipartisan infrastructure bill that she voted against right. was insufficient. She voted it down. Right. So. Okay. Why are you then yourself? she accused uh, AOC and other Democrats of ignoring wildlife deaths. <laughs> right? Really? They vote against every environmental mm-hmm. bill ever. Uh, the, don't they always make fun of it? Like, oh, the prairie dog's going to... Isn't it what, what they say? Yes. For yeah. every environmental regulation? Yeah. Okay. But the real problem, Sean, is Pete Buttigieg. Of course it's the gay guy's fault. Of course. He's more interested in equity and inclusion in his hiring practices and grant-giving schemes. Okay. Whatever, Barney Rubble. Um, by the way... How, uh, how, how could Pete Buttigieg have... Have it's obviously this. the it's train derailment is his fault. Transportation secretary. No, I, I'm <laughs> just wondering what her what her reasoning is for it being. Well, oh, that's your first mistake is asking for her reasoning. No, no, no. She had to have said something in there about why it's Pete Buttigieg's fault. 
because he says she, he's she i just his read it because he's hiring too, practices all he care, cares about is inclusive hiring practices and he's not paying attention to trains or something whatever i don't really don't make me delve into that well i would like to delve brain. into that because that's what she said because he's too focused on inclusive hiring practices yes yeah. i read what she said what he said right after she said sorry barney that's i didn't mean to though. i did not mean to misgender barney rubble and i apologize Jeff Tiedrich said, weird how the Trump administration rolled back safety regulations for oil trains, and now we have a big environmental disaster in Ohio involving an oil train. Must just be one of those strange coincidences, I guess. Mm-hmm. Thank you. As usual, it was Trump, like all Republicans, that rolled back any kind of regulation or, or safety stuff that now, of course, they're blaming Biden for. And Pete Buttigieg, because he's, you know. Yay. Right. Right. I don't know how his being gay caused a train accident. Maybe there's a rainbow in the sky and the engineer was like looking at that and not paying attention to the yes. tracks that this train was on. Yeah, he was thinking about uh, Hunter Biden's well, penis. And, and also, uh, Mike DeWine said that the train company, Norfolk Southern, was supposed to tell the state yeah. that there were chemical, dangerous chemicals on the train yes. and did not tell the tra- yes. tell the, tell and the state. And he complimented Joe Biden. Yes, that he he's did. getting all yes. the help he needs, right. blah, blah, blah. Um, call to activism said, MAGA is mad at President Biden for a rail accident that was only possible because of railway rules deregulated under Trump. You cannot make this stuff up. Um, yes, thank you. For... It's just so exhausting, every yeah. single issue. It's not how do we make it better, how do we help. It's always how is it Joe Biden's fault. Even if it, And if that doesn't work, they have to go back to it's Obama's fault, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as usual, it was in place under Obama. Trump is the one that rolled yep. back the... Okay. All right, where are we? Uh, Eric Swalwell. Let's get back to the coming of the justice. Okay. okay. The good stuff. Well, Mike Pence's book title that he just released is called So Help Me God. That's what we say at the end of the oaths that we take to serve public office. And one of the parts of the oath is to defend our country. And by not standing up and helping his government, he's actually abdicating the oath. That is the title of his book. I, I really hope he reconsiders this because I think he's better than this. Oh, 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 Chuck Lee said Santa appreciates so. your concern for the people oh. that tried to hang him. <laughs> I'm still not hung. Can I just say, oh my God, stop treating him like some noble hero, anybody. He's, he did the, the right thing once because he had to right. after finding every way to not do the right thing. And now thing. he's trying to fight to now not do the right thing. Oh my God, exactly. One last one, Swalwell. Mike Pence and Nikki Haley and... You know, all these people who disavowed Donald Trump and, and now recognize that Trumpism still prevails are trying, uh, you know, to rehabilitate themselves, uh, you know, to get well, so to speak, with that crowd. And as Michael knows, and, and I know because uh, I, I interact with, uh, you know, Trumpism in, you know, in my district across the country uh, with friends and families who still support the former president, they are never, ever in a million years going to convert to a Mike Pence voter. It's just not going to happen. And that's why if you take a step back as Mike Pence, think about that greater good. Think about that moral obligation to do the right thing. I, I just don't know you know, what blinders he's wearing that he thinks that he's going to get back in uh, with them. Uh, okay, in other justice news, our friend AG tweets, uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith has asked a judge to compel Evan Corcoran to testify using the same crime fraud exception. There's that phrase again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To attorney-client privilege, conspiracy to obstruct justice, anyone? Oh, I do like the way this Jack Smith is shaping up. He is doing it. Yeah. Um, so another attorney for Trump has appeared in front of a federal grand Which jury. One? Alina Hama. Bless you. Thank you. Mm investigating okay because i know i have to identify which crime right i'll get to that okay 
Okay. I'll get to your line. Okay. <laughs> or his line. <laughs> this is the mishandling of classified documents. Uh-huh. If you're wondering which By Trump who? crime are we speaking of. Uh, Alina Haba. Bless you. You're welcome. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this The additional Trump attorneys that appeared in front of the grand jury were Evan Corcoran and Christina Bob. Is that who you are? What you do? Okay. And both in her case. Both. Because she works for Trump. That sounds more like the. That sounds more like what you're doing than. It's the cartoon version. Uh, yes. Than the than the clicky clicky thing or yeah, whatever. Whatever the dolphin sound. Yeah. It does not sound like a dolphin. This is Christina bobbing. That was terrible. Okay, this makes. Uh, you were shoving her own head down. <laughs> Seriously. It's an impress part of the impression. <laughs> It's super clean on the radio because you can't see that until you just said it. Well, okay. the camera wasn't on me. Alina Habas. <laughs> oh, uh, bless you. Thank you. Most uh, recent claim to fame was as Trump's lead attorney in the case uh, filed by Letitia James. Remember that? She said she reviewed uh, documents across several tr- uh, Trump properties several weeks before the FBI search, according to Alina Habba. Uh, bless you. Thank you. She said she did not find any documents requested by James. And so then the other two attorneys, Evan Corcoran and Christina Bob. Is that who you are, what you do? I, I, I. You could say that about Corcoran. In June, Bob. You're drifting further away yeah. now. I, uh, I don't improv. She signed a statement of uh, a document drafted by Corcoran that there was full compliance for classified documents directly contradicting what was found by the FBI. Wait, who signed My point sta- is they're all going to, in the hole. They're all going to jail for Trump because they all lied for Trump. Who signed the statement? Christina Bob. Oh, okay. As a who you are, what to do? <laughs> all right. I think we may have that's especially in the ground, pounded it in the ground, we buried it. Well, we need to do that in segment one of the show. We've thrown you. dirt over it. Now yeah. Carrie's hand is going to come up through the dirt. That's how far down we buried. We could revisit this in hour three and people will not know the difference. <laughs> different audience, everybody, in hour three. No, they'll appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, repeat stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. We have to keep our country gate. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Is the Stephanie Miller Show. Welcome to a Bob Seska coming up uh, bottom of the hour. Um, did Don Jr. just admit he was a co-core? Or is it, did I imagine I, that? I mean, I isolated it for okay. you just to prove it. All right. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Uh-huh. I look at what they called me, you know, a traitor. Adam Schiff wanted to try me for treason. Check. Check. You know, Check. crime punishable by death. Check. But Hunter Biden can take a billion from China, work for Ukraine oligarchs, you know, work for Russian oligarchs, money mm. launderer, be paid in diamonds off the books, mm. not declare anything in taxes, drop guns in dumpsters across from high schools. And it's like, he's an upstanding human being. Then I give an impassioned speech and they're like, oh, Don Jr.'s on coke. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Say that again. You're Don, Don Jr.'s on coke. What? Don Jr.'s on coke. Don Jr.'s on coke. I think we all know that. But I, it's, it's, you know what? It's allegedly. the first step. It's the first step. And how many are there? Twelve? I think there's twelve. And we applaud him. His okay. nose candy is ear candy for us. Allegedly. I'm sorry. Don Jr. what? Don Jr.'s on coke. Okay. All right. Allegedly. Uh, he okay. said it. Not right. allegedly. I didn't he say said it. it. He needs to say allegedly. That context, though. Okay. Did he also <laughs> review how much his uh, stupid sister and brother-in-law made while they were in the government? I don't think he counts. As opposed that. to Hunter Biden, private citizen. Okay. I'm sorry. There's only one true thing, I think. In Don Jr.'s on coke. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rose in Chicago. 
<laughs> you're welcome. That's how we get around that allegedly, right, ipso facto? Uh, sure. Oh, I'm sorry. You're starting hey, to size us. Hi, Rose. <laughs> hey, hey. first can I say I really hope that Carlos Elzraki does his cow impressions again today. I loved it. My dogs loved them. So I wait, hope he does them wait, again. Wait, which impression? His cow impression. Oh. Cow. Those are uh, Those Sarah Huckabee Sanders' friends. Yes. Yes, I believe. Yes. 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 They were great. Yes. So anyway, but what I called about... Um, being that Jill Stein was the third-party spoiler in 2016, uh, and because of her uh, in the race, we have roving have been overturned, uh, possibly a ban on the abortion pill nationwide, and it sounds like they're definitely going to come after birth control. Wouldn't it be fun to get her take on all this? I mean, I wonder if she's yeah. been using any of the money she raised to, like, donate to Planned Parenthood oh, or anything. It'd be I, really... Yeah, I can't hear enough. Out. I can't hear enough from Jill Stein. Wait, open up a hole, Travis. Whoever, cancel whoever we need to. I hear you, Rose. That was snark. Okay. Thank you very much. All <laughs> right. She, uh, yeah. Jill Stein was never on this show. We never booked her. Yes, yeah, she was. Was she? Did we book her? When she was doing the recount. <laughs> not, not, not in my days. Because, yeah. <laughs> because right. I don't remember. Yeah, that. I would do anything because I knew we knew 2016 was a complete like right, you know, yeah. rat. So I was like, okay, fine, we'll do whatever. Okay, All I right. fell for that. You know me; I'm the most easily owned. Liberal I wasn't in America. producing that. <laughs> Pardon <laughs> Billy Bass. <laughs> um, our friend Steve Marmel. I, it's hard to go one better than Bob Seska, but he said Jim Jordan is a decaying garden gnome. Accurate. Bob Seska started it with about his necrotic head. Mm-hmm. Jim Jordan's necrotic head. Bob Seska next. Don Jr.'s on Coke. Don Jr.'s on Coke. Don Jr.'s on Coke. Don Jr.'s on Coke. Oh, who better to play that for than uh, the Don man? Jr.'s on Coke. Thank you. The man we've been exchanging bodily show fluids with since 1904. Yes, here he is. Speaking of dreamy, hunky men, why? Bob Seska joins us now. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. You're cute and I love you, Bob Seska. Where are you coming from? Bob is calling us from Washington. You Seska thing. Go ahead. Washington, D.C. Just follow the money. Don Jr.'s on Coke. We should say exchanging really immature bodily fluids since 19 <laughs> Yes. That's my favorite thing since the hooray. Anything uh, to do with pee-pee caca. The official statement sounder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll trade you uh, the Chrissy Teigen quote, the oh, P-A-B yes. quote. Yes, bitch. I'll yes. trade you the Don Jr.'s on Coke drop for that. Okay, yes. We can have an exchange later. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, we're like I—I I am you with a, a you know a vagina, and you are me with a penis. That's we're basically the same eighth-grade boy. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> I, there's never been a description more accurate than that. I think. I think that's can I just in more say, ways than one. Can I just <clears> say though, <throat> Valentine's Day yesterday, you tweeted a picture of the beautiful Kimberly Johnson, your girlfriend, and just said, "Sorry, guys, she's mine." That was the sweetest. I thought the Obamas were sweet on twitter that was so sweet oh come on well the obamas <laughs> they must work on their valentine's day posts and their birthday posts yes. for like a week ahead of time <laughs> yes with a team because of they're always they're always perfect of course they are they're the, the obamas how could they not be <laughs> well you and kimberly are also a as what have we called you a couple a couple of genetically engineered super soldiers you look i don't know <laughs> 
both too perfect to, to really exist. Anyway. Someday, with a, if 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 the Obamas are like a list power couple, we're just we're somewhere between Y and Z, somewhere down <laughs> there, Z list. Um. Okay, but I, can I just say the Stephanie Miller show, the radio show of record, Bob Seska, the podcast of record, because you ask the important questions of our time, Bob Seska. Uh, mm-hmm. John Kirby said, "I don't think the American people need to worry about aliens," and you said, "But what if it was goblins or leprechauns?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why aren't you in that press pool? Yeah, I love this idea that there's a strange thing in the sky. We don't know what it is yet, but we jump immediately to space aliens. That just shows where our heads are these days. It's like I compared it on Twitter to waking up in a bad mood one morning and then automatically assuming you're possessed by demons. It's just a... There are a thousand other things it could be between that observation and that conclusion. And it's probably one of those thousand things before it gets to the really bizarre stuff. I've so, heard your yeah. girlfriend Kimberly talking about going through the change. Trust me, that is like waking up with demons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm refusing to comment on that. I'm just going to stay out of that whole area there. Some days the she's change, right. the change of life area. She's the beautiful Kimberly Johnson. Some days she's yeah. Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters. <laughs> I am Gozar. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> Is that in my future, really, Stephanie? <laughs> yes, Is that something yes. I can look yes. forward to? Yes. That's okay, because I love that scene in Ghostbusters. Listen, you already have to have sex in the refrigerator because of hot flashes. I mean, Trust me, Gen it only X gets boys, worse. How many Gen X boys did not fantasize about possessed Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters? Come on. <laughs> yes. I didn't. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, then, um, yes. You did point you out... more a- Rick Moranis guy. No. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, yeah, Rick Moranis. Perfect. <laughs> You did point out on Twitter, we're not evolved enough to handle the information glut of the internet. There's no way in hell we're evolved enough for alien first contact, so thank goodness it's not. We are not ready for our close-up. Yeah, I mean, just the possibility of an alien invasion. Uh, The clip you played of Tucker Carlson at the top of the show today, where he's talking, oh, take me to your leader, and what what are they going to do? Take the aliens to Kamala Harris because her boss is senile? Well, guess what? You know, Tucker... The senile boss you're talking about just last week owned the entire He's Republican your ass. caucus. All 271 Republicans yep. got suckered mm. by this allegedly senile boss that he's talking about. Yeah. So, and you know. meanwhile, as you pointed out, Bob, on Twitter and on your show, it's the Republican Party that's imploding. Do we have which number is this uh, clip, Travis? You you pointed out about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is in Idaho calling Mitch McConnell a Democrat. 19. Someone in the audience yelled he's a communist. In case you're wondering mm-hmm. how far right the GOP yeah. has gone. You just said I love this a lot no better way to destroy the republican party than to rip it in half yeah here here is that how many people here and raise your hand if you if you believe that mitch mcconnell is a republican raise your hand okay how many people here raise your hand if you believe mitch mcconnell is a democrat yeah. Oh my goodness. How about that? Yeah. So Mitch McConnell, yeah, he's, he's, he's a rhino. He's worse than a rhino. He has helped, he has helped Joe Biden pass his agenda. Wow. <laughs> Mitch McConnell is a Democrat. Yikes. Yeah. And meanwhile, Please they just go- he and Rick Scott just continue to disembowel each other. I mean... Just... Yeah, yeah. Well, then today, or no, it wasn't today. I read it today. It happened yesterday. Mitch McConnell saying, well, you know, it depends on who the nominee is. I'll support whoever the nominee yeah, happens yeah, yeah. to be of my party. And mm. yeah, do, who Donald Trump 
If yeah. Donald Trump's the nominee of your party, Mitch, this is this is the guy who's been referring to your wife as Coco Chow all right. this time. Right. Oh my and, god. And you're yeah. still going to support that guy? I yeah. mean, we talk about Mike Pence being spineless. Yeah. I think Mitch McConnell is just they all some are sort of Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, they all of, right. Yeah, Ted Cruz, yeah. they're all spineless weasels. I love the, and who was it? Oh, Sarah Palin was just interviewed about, she says Rick DeSantis shouldn't run. Uh, he's too young. He, he has a long time to be president. And she clearly is auditioning to be Trump's VP because, and I kind of went, that makes sense. They're both really big losers. They're both multiple time yeah. losers. That Yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, they're all yeah. just like, it's going to be a big bag of rats for two years and it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, Sarah Palin was complaining about uh, Nikki Haley, I think, running or yes. something like that. Or maybe, maybe no, it was she, Ron DeSantis. Right. Yeah, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. She was saying, okay. oh, you know, he's uh, fantastic, but he's too young. And I mean, she's clearly on the Trump train and auditioning to be his right. vice. Because then someone, the, the Fox person said, oh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders looks like a good VP pick. And she's like, you know, was some sort of, I don't know, you know, slam against her that, that was clearly, yeah. yeah, an audition for her. Well, what Sarah Palin's doing reminds me of Rupert Pupkin. From, oh, God. From the King of Comedy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's <laughs> absolutely, she thinks she's going to get the job. And there's no chance in hell she is ever going to be a vice presidential running mate. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever for the rest of her life, ever. Yeah, there's a but fresh she, new face for, still, the, for the right. Republican Party. Yeah. Yeah, but she can still go to Jerry Lewis's lobby and hang out there and wait for him to come out. Um, it's never going to happen, Sarah. I'm so terrified. Oh, and You're then never going to host the show. And then she uh, slammed dead John McCain in the process of the Fox interview. Oh, because, of course. Yeah, that's how you do. Naturally. Right. Yeah, you're right. She has all the cardboard like characters around her from the convention where she was nominated. She's <laughs> yes. reliving it over and over again. Right, right. And the first... Yeah, right. And and her... Who's the husband? The first dude? Todd. What, what did you, Todd. Yeah. He's in the back going... Lower it. You gotta lower it. <laughs> Tad's out on his snow going machine. All in on that remember, reference. Remember she called it a snow machine. Todd. Are they still together? Oh yes, no. that's right. Oh no. Yeah. No. No, they're divorced. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I yeah, think she was I doing wasn't a, sure on that. If I yeah. recall correctly, Chris, she was doing a Brad on on the snow machine. Yeah, that's right. I think they were in the snow machine business together. Brad, Brad and Todd, Todd were and friends. And I believe and allegedly, yeah. allegedly, she was doing Brad, his friend, from the snow machine business. I don't listen. That's wow. alleged, just like Don Jr. I don't know Bob for sure. That's a part of my brain. I haven't Coke. visited in a I'm long sorry? time. The Sarah I'm, Palin I'm section. I'm Don sorry. Jr.'s on Coke. Yeah, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> well, that's the Sarah Palin section of my memory. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't visited oh, no. that dark area for a long, long time. So. Oh no, I have a photographic memory for all things Sarah Palin and also the Bill O'Reilly uh, sex tape. <laughs> that that oh. whole phone sex falafel thing. I don't know With why. With the loofah, yeah, falafel. yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know why. It's all stuck in there. Um, so gross. Imagine if it really was a falafel that he was fantasizing about. Like, he just had a thing. It's like some sort of weird, like, Pornhub subcategory. Yeah. Middle Eastern Falafel food. fetish. We, you know what? Everybody has their thing. Whatever. Everything's a thing. That's absolutely right. Might yes. be the least weird thing about Bill O'Reilly. Well. <laughs> including falafel sex. Um, yeah. Speaking of former Fox News. Congratulations, Bill. Fox News, you uh, retweeted, Fox News personality compares spy balloons treatment with the fate of Ashley Babbitt. <laughs> and you said, forgive oh, me God. for stepping on the prescripted hack joke he's reciting, but Joe Biden wasn't president when Ashley Babbitt was shot. I mean, it, it would be comical if it wasn't just so predictable that they blame Joe Biden for everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the king of comedy, <laughs> Greg Gutfeld. Oh, God. That moment I was watching, I mean, 
he's trying to make it sound spontaneous like he's just off the cuff making a reference to whatever and he's very clearly reading it off of a page and so and it's it, I, I don't understand this uh this move toward making greg gutfeld like the king of late night it just yeah. really signifies yeah. illustrates our collapse as a culture yeah yeah. I mean, that's where I get really dark. Always, I mean, always punching yeah. down. Always punching down. Not funny. Okay. Uh, Duty to warn tweeted Elon Musk uh, sat next to Rupert Murdo- Murdoch at the Super Bowl, just as he sat with Jared Kushner, the Saudis, and the Russians at the World Cup. Still confused about whose team Elon is on. And you just said you'll never see anybody from Spoutable chilling with Saudi assassins or disinformation billionaires. Um, I know. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You. By the way, I understand we should come to you for tech support on, if we're having trouble on Spoutable. Yes, please. Please send all of your questions and concerns about if you're having trouble logging on if you can't post a gif for some reason if the emojis aren't showing up <laughs> please kidding. send all those questions to me because i just love it so much when i get those because you know I, my paycheck which is zero enormous for doing that job <laughs> no please don't all right please, bob's no. just on spoutable he has nothing to do with it right okay all right no so- i'm just i'm just i just use spoutable and i think it's great i think it's a great platform in fact you know what's the greatest thing about spoutable when you post something the people who follow you actually can see the thing that you posted i and saw that elon musk you don't get anywhere else. wishing me yeah. a happy valentine's day <laughs> i'm like i don't screw you i but i then i read this <laughs> headline this morning his super bowl tweet flopped so he had 80 engineers boost his tweets so you know yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. because twitter is now it. his personal <laughs> homepage. it's yeah. not yes. a, a group thing it's not something that is managed by a team <laughs> in any stretch <laughs> of the imagination it is entirely Elon Musk's own little playpen. Yeah. So now we're all subject to Elon Musk's rules, which are all based around what benefits Elon Musk the most. And so we're all subjects to that. And in just a few days, everyone who has a legacy blue check, a, leg- a legacy uh, verified badge, yeah. we're all going to lose those badges. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's going to turn into an even more chaotic hell site as soon as that happens, because that's yeah. when the imposters come in and the sock puppet accounts and the trolls and yeah. well, there are a lot of trolls already, but I mean, in, as far as impersonating famous people, the <clears throat> scammers are yeah. going to take over once that I happens. never had a, a blue check. As you know, I've been bitter since the third grade. So I will just, yeah, be well, that's one of the many, checklist. many issues with Twitter. Yeah. And it's, and it's not going to happen, Stephanie, unless you were to pay Elon Musk right. no, I that. to get it. And so that's, I We're all going to be in the same I boat can't soon. figure out how to get an app on or off my phone, so I'm just staying on Also, Twitter. Rich Uncle Moneybags would never pay for that. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes. Um, by the way, oh, Travis, pay attention. Uh, I don't. This is one of those tweets where I don't even, I, I have no this idea what any word. This was even nerdier than anything I've ever done, Any Bob. word in this tweet, I don't understand. Uh, attention, fellow Star Wars nerds. I just posted my very first unboxing video, the new Cooley figure Who's that? What's that? Quill. Quill. Is Quill. The, the sure. Nick yeah. Nolte's character. Oh, in Mandalorian. yeah. Oh. And Mandal- you, mm-hmm. Okay. The Mandalorian. Yeah. That's how you pronounce it. That was it. for you, Travis. I've, I've never done an unboxing wow. video, Bob. When you, you've you out-nerded, Travis, you are you, really... You win. Wow. I bow before you, Aren't sir. unboxing videos usually for, like, electronics? Oh, no. To- it's a big um, thing with toys. Okay. Anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Big thing with toys. It, it, was, it was a fun experience. <laughs> uh, you know, fully... You know, do... Right. I, I'll tell you this. Talking about that subject, doing ridiculous videos like that, 
the great thing about it is it doesn't accompany any sort of existential doom. Yeah, which is no, I get that. Kind of a nice change of pace from the other work that I do. So in that <laughs> regard, just, it's probably a healthy thing for me to every be picture, doing unboxing videos of action figures. Every time I see you, every picture of you, I've told you, you look like a super pissed off bouncer. It's like about to throw me into a jukebox. And then just you're made entirely of nerd. Like it's not just a nuggety center. It's like the whole he's all nerd. Yeah. And just the exterior is okay. And I, I have this resting pee up, pissed off face. I don't know. You do not sure sunglasses. what that's all about. Okay. But it's um, it's been an ongoing problem. <laughs> finally, by the way, uh, thank you for this tweet. Let's end on this because it's serious. Uh, a 16 year old trans girl, Brianna Gray, has been stabbed to death in Washington. Allegations are circulating of years of transphobic bullying leading up to this. And you just said shame on every elected Republican, red hat shrieker, hack stand up comic who relentlessly proselytizes about how she and other trans people are the biggest threat facing comedy, free speech, your safety in public bathrooms, and America itself. Shame on all of you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. It was well, it was right. We learned this news. And, and by the way, it, it happened in England. Doesn't matter if it's in England or the United States or anywhere else. This is the sort of thing that's prevalent in a lot of different uh, Western cultures. And it, it came right on the heels of Roseanne making her return to stand up. Yeah. And doing the same hack yeah. bit about pronouns that we see. You know what? When stand up comics are cribbing jokes from Lauren Boebert's yeah, Twitter feed. Exactly. You know that that you know what the biggest threat to comedy is is that it's yeah. not cancel culture. Cancel culture has been around for as long as comedy has been around. Uh, uh, Frederick Douglass in 1849 took a stand against black-faced comedians. Yeah, 1849, and somehow comedy has endured. Yeah. How about that? Well, Chris, but I think you said it. I think Chris said it on Twitter. You know, when you have to announce you're funnier and more offensive than ever, or maybe you're not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know? especially when they're just wholesale cribbing right wing talking points yeah. under some disguise of oh, it's about free speech. Well, yeah, free speech for you, but then your audience, if they don't like what you just said, your audience doesn't get free speech. They have yeah. to shut up. Yeah. You know. But everyone else, and that's that's the most frustrating thing. And then when it's, you see, I'm sorry, that's what I mean. I've stopped watching Bill Maher because he's just become a Republican talking point, you know, and it's to me. I'm trying to figure out what trans people did to comedians to warrant this kind of treatment. It's not like the trans community somehow is this behemoth, this colossal comedian crushing down. It's low hanging fruit. Yes. Not. Yeah, exactly. Bob, we love you. The Bob Seska Show is essential. Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Yay, we Bob. love you, you big nerd. Love you too. Yeah, big okay, nerd. By the way, Don bye-bye. Jr.'s on Coke, allegedly. <laughs> okay. Fifth- Don Jr.'s on Coke. Documenting the apocalypse and making it sound fun. It's The Stephanie Miller Show. Chicago. Hello, Karen. Hello. Good morning. Um, yes, I remember when Jill Stein was on this show, and wow. this is just confirmation that you traitorous bastards can never leave Stephanie ever again. Yeah. Because that's what happened. Yeah. 
Chris. So never, never, ever again. Yes. Oh, so and this was when when both Travis and I yes, were gone? and they other traders get slip in yes. like Jill Stein. I didn't book not her. you traders. I I didn't approve different traders ba- yeah, traders bastards. Those are decisions you made all on your yeah. own. Yeah, no, you. That's sh- all. That sounds like a you problem. Yeah. Sorry, Karen. Go ahead. I'm not. I don't hear anything else but you. <laughs> no. And white yeah, noise. Yeah. No. I mean, so yeah. I re- I remember very clearly, and it was um she was trying she she was going to donate money to a recount. Yeah, which is what um, in the three of, states that right, obviously, votes, yeah, yes. yes, that obviously Paul Manafort yeah. shared uh, polling data with Constantine uh, Kalimnik. I, I probably should have seen that picture of Jill Stein sitting next to yeah Putin and Flynn yeah. at that same dinner. Yeah, because that might have been yeah, yeah. Okay, on you, Malcolm Nance coming up. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Our hearts are with the students and the families of Michigan State University. Last night I spoke with Governor Whitmer and, uh, the FBI and additional federal law enforcement are on the ground assisting the state and local folks and uh, three lives have been lost and five seriously injured. And it's a family's worst nightmare. It's happening far too often in this country, far too often. Ah, did you see Attorney General Dana Nessel? Her yeah. sons were there, you know, and uh, it's just every, as the president's saying, it's every parent's nightmare. He went on to say uh, yesterday. While we gather more information, there's one thing we do know to be true. We have to do something to stop gun violence ripping apart our communities. Ripping apart. And today marks five years, five years to the day, that 14 students and three educators lost their lives in Parkland, Florida. I met every one of those families, spent time with them all. And... uh, a lot of you here have to confront violence in your communities every single day. Yeah, and uh, one more, the president yesterday. He took a big step toward passing the most significant bipartisan gun legislation in 30 years. Ghost guns and other things, background checks, but there's a lot more work to do. And uh, I'm committing to getting it done with all of you. Some of you know I, that, uh, and I'm going to say something that's always controversial, but there is no rationale for assault weapons and magazines that hold 50, 70 bullets. We got it done once. We're going to do it again. Yeah, the father of the man police say gunned down through the students at Michigan State said his son became evil after the sudden death of his mother a couple of years ago. Um, he said his son became withdrawn uh, and uh, quit his job, spent most, most of his time sitting alone in his room. He was grieving his mom. His father said he wouldn't let it go. He got bitter, bitter, and bitter. His mom died, and he just started getting evil and mean. He didn't care about uh, anything anymore. Police still haven't announced a motive for why he targeted MSU, although his father said his son may have been applying for a job there. Um, you said it yesterday, Chris. It's... Mental health, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I, who Among knows, like all of things. the reasons to go Among into, but apparently there, he'd have other gun charges, yeah. Yeah. like to fire the gun out of the back of the house. And it's just, it's the guns, it's the guns, it's the guns. That's the one thing that's different here. 
or as someone says on a gif it is the guns it's the guns oh. it's the guns i mean period uh, Alyssa, uh representative slotkin yesterday on the shooting as the representative of oxford michigan i cannot believe that i am here again doing this 15 months later and i am filled with rage that we have to have another press conference to talk about our children being killed in their schools. And I would say that you either care about protecting kids or you don't. You either care about having an open, honest conversation about what is going on in our society or you don't. But please don't tell me you care about the safety of children if you're not willing to have a conversation about keeping them safe in a place that should be a sanctuary. Republicans want to ban books, not guns. That yeah. says right. everything you need about why we are where we are. One more. Uh, now, the Spartan button. community is incredibly uh, connected and proud. We've already seen people come together. But for me, the most haunting picture of last night was watching the cameras pan through the crowds and seeing a young person wearing an Oxford Strong sweatshirt. The sweatshirts that were handed out after those kids lived through a school shooting 15 months ago. And we have children in Michigan who are living through their second school shooting in under a year and a half. Yep, last one, uh, Representative Slotkin. If this is not a wake-up call to do something, I don't know what is. In the meantime, I feel confident that our law enforcement is doing everything that they can to understand the situation. I'm thrilled that federal law enforcement is on scene bringing their resources to the fight. <clears throat> We're not gonna rest until we understand but I, I think the fact that we're having this conference so quickly after another mass shooting in our state should be a statement in and of itself. Dave in Minneapolis. Hello, Dave. Good morning, Mama. Um, you know, I suppose I'm pretty predictable when I call in as the official gay Lutheran pastor of the Stephanie Miller show. <laughs> yes. But um, the, the thing that, you know, talking about Pence and all this gun thing, Mike Pence, you know, is claiming to be, a, you know, a super Christian, an alpha Christian, if you will, and and he's only being asked to tell the truth. He's not asked to do anything other than that. Yeah, and don't uh, name your book to... "So Help Me God" the oath you take oh, to the United I mean, States if you're not going to, you know, uh, uphold it. your yeah your oath to the United States. I want to have my own book burning, and his will be the first to go in. Um, the, it's just absolutely ridiculous how they behave. If he went to church last Sunday and listened to the Gospel of Matthew that was read, Jesus simply says this, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Uh, that's all he's being asked to do. Instead, he equivocates he, uh, and basically uh, follows the Gospel of the Republican Trump Republican Party. That's what he believes in, and covering his own behind. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous, and as John Fugelsang said a few weeks ago, Let's start calling these people out for their hypocrisy. Let's just yep. say it right to them. How do you how do you mesh this with what's your supposed belief in Jesus? It yep. doesn't work. Yep. They'll they'll be falling in love with themselves. Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh Senator Murphy, who is always out front on this issue. They right? were also pointing out that in addition to the girl from Oxford that was mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. there was a student who was at Sandy Hook right. yes. for that shooting. Right. Yeah. Who was also going to school a there. So there. Yeah. Yeah. There's their second oh. shooting. Um, I don't buy this narrative um, that we can't do anything about it or that we haven't done anything about it. The fact of the matter is, since Sandy Hook, we've passed 525 laws at the federal level, the state level, uh, that have made our communities safer. Now, we're in a race because there are more guns, more illegal guns, more assault weapons out there than ever before. But I am absolutely certain that the law that we passed 
last year, the first gun safety measure passed by Congress in 30 years, is as we speak, saving lives. Yeah. Um, this guy, though, you know, it's every case, of course, is different in some way. This one, he should not have gotten this gun, obviously. Right, no. I mean, it, again, there is no reason anybody, how many times can we say it? No one needs to have these kind of weapons. Uh, Senator Murphy. Well, uh, obviously, the holy grail here is a national criminal background check system and a ban on assault weapons, which tend to be the weapon of choice for mass killers because they are just much more effective at killing as many human beings as quickly as possible. That's what they're designed for. Uh, and I think as we're learning a little bit more about this shooting, it may be that this individual um, shouldn't have been able to purchase a weapon, but did. There are plenty of mass shooters, uh, plenty of um, perpetrators of homicides uh, who are prohibited by federal law from getting a weapon, but they get it through the black market because there are so many weapons being sold out there. Yeah. Uh, and last one, Senator Murphy. So a federal mandatory comprehensive background check law, which by the way is supported by 90% of Americans, is probably the most important thing we can do to stop both mass shootings, maybe like this one, uh, and the everyday gun violence that we see in cities across this country. Again, that's a really popular um, endeavor, and I just think if Republicans continue to oppose it and vote against it, they are going to increasingly lose elections. Um, I thought it was striking that Dianne Feinstein finally announced yesterday she's le- she's been working on assault weapons yeah. ever since she was the victim of a ma- of a shooting right in the uh, not a victim in, in the Harvey Milk thing. Yeah. I mean she's been talking about this forever. And look how long she's been in office. She's eighty nine years old. Uh, she's been uh, in the Senate more than thirty years. And I have to say, out here in California, Fi has been an amazing. She's a legend. Yeah, and we were at the Schiff launch uh, for Senate on Saturday, and I knew that Pelosi wouldn't have endorsed him if she had not spoken to Dianne Feinstein. So, you know, Chuck Schumer uh, obviously hailing Dianne Feinstein yesterday. As I'm sure you all heard, our wonderful colleague from California, Senator Feinstein, has announced that she is not seeking another term. We're all glad she's remaining with us in the Senate and will be fighting the fight for the next year and a half. Quiet. And she'll be fighting the fight with us for the next year and a half. But she's a legend. Wow. A legend in California as the first woman senator. A legend in this Senate. She. I love you. Just had a little Sister Mary Elephant moment in the middle of oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I couldn't <laughs> take that. Who was saying that to? I don't know. It was. Clowns. They were. They were like in the rotunda in that big like Clowns. area where they do the press conferences. Okay, yeah, but there's going to be noise in there. Well, he was not having any of it. <laughs> She's only going to retire once. Okay. Well, maybe. Chuck maybe she not. was the leader on so many different issues assault weapons, environment, women's rights, and so much else. She approached everything studiously and carefully, but she had passion that accompanied her knowledge of, her detailed knowledge of the facts. And she was able to convince people on both sides of the aisle to go along with her on issue after issue after issue. Yep. Uh, And one last one, Chuck Schumer. So she's an amazing person. She spoke at our caucus uh, she gave a very heartwarming and tear, tear, teary address because she talked about her husband and how she so regretted his loss. And he was her true partner. We all got, knew Dick Blum and loved him as well. And she got a standing ovation that lasted lo- minutes and minutes and minutes, one of the longest I've ever seen, which shows the love that our caucus and our country have for this wonderful, wonderful leader and legend, uh, Diane Feinstein. 
I got to meet her once. She was lovely. I got to go. Do you remember I went to speak to mm-hmm. the uh, Senate Republicans, the Senate Republican lunch about, uh, you know, progressive infrastructure. Yes. About, yes. And what happened with that? Nothing. We got no help. No. <laughs> but Ed Schultz and I went and spoke to see, right? We got to speak to Try. Harry Reid and Diane Feinstein. And, yeah. Everybody. Okay. <laughs> but uh, hmm? Yeah. Uh, when I was working in Arizona, we used to have the two senators in yeah. uh, quite often. And there was uh, McCain and there was Senator John Kyle that yeah. we, we would have in. And Senator John Kyle had nothing but amazing things to say about Diane yeah. Einstein. She she transcended party. Yeah. Uh, everybody on well, Capitol Hill loves her. She's yeah. classy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of uh, classy and beloved, uh, Anita from San Antonio oh, yeah. tweets, it is hard not to, quote unquote, politicize anti-Semitism when the leaders of one political party are dining with Nazis and attending virulent anti-Semitic white nationalist rallies. Thank you. Where did they dine at? They- oh, that's funny you should ask. I... I don't know. I mean, I go I'm, now to the Hitler burger, the Hitler burger, the Hitler burger. I go now to the Hitler burger to get myself my lunch. Don't you love? I just do this. I just point it that way. She, he just knows. I mean, well, and then you, and then you start talking about when I said Nazis. anti-Semitism, I was yeah. like pointed, and he knew yeah. well, I didn't have time to tell him I need Hitler burger. You, you started talking about Nazis and food, right. and I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. You're pre-prog- some, you want some waffle fries? Yeah. Chris has been pre-programmed at the at the factory. Uh huh. To play Hitler Burger. No. Also. And also the thing about Don Jr. What? Well, I, I mean, he said it, when not you, us. Does Coke make you hungry or is that only pot? I no, don't really Coke know. Coke makes you not hungry. Oh. Don Jr.'s on Coke. Okay. <laughs> Coke makes you skinny. Oh. That's why models do it. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not working for Don Jr. Hmm. <laughs> uh, who is this tweet? I forget. Uh, Nikki Haley, Trump's former UN ambassador, and now she's running for president. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Was I talking? Sub to she her entire campaign. A video yesterday, Stephanie. Yes, it was exciting, wasn't it? I fell asleep to it last night. Saying uh, she said, "You know this about me. I don't put up with bullies." Um, <laughs> she worked for, supported, and voted for Trump, the biggest bully in American she, history. Irony she, is dead. She also is called and consulted said bully. Yes. yes uh, oh yes. Before she made this announcement. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, Lindy Lee tweets, Republicans attacked Rihanna, who crushed her performance while pregnant, attacked Cheryl Lee Ralph for singing the Black National Anthem, attacked Lizzo, who played James Madison's flute. They say they're just being anti-woke. What they mean is they are anti-black. Thank you. Thank you. Say it. Blackity, black, black. That's what bothers you. Problem. Boogity, boogity, black. That's what it is. Uh, and one last one, Ed Krasenstein says, breaking according to the Rolling Stone, Donald Trump plans to bring back group executions and firing squads if he wins the election in 2024. What the kind of sick is this maniac? Um, I assume you just got to turn it up to 11 if you're one again. Sure. Just all of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Racism, sexism, uh, just, just the just awful cruelty. Just, I don't know. Is there something past 11? Bring back the death penalty. Oh, not just the death penalty. Group executions? Firing squads? Firing squads. Televised. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Televised, right? Huge ratings. Huge. Oh, Oh my God. Okay. Is he... You know what? I'm going to take a nap with you until he's in prison. I'm not sure I can endure this talk about him being president again. Who's going to host the show then? Hmm? I'll I'll be nappy. Jody will be here in a second. Okay. (laughs) We'll fire up the hologram. Okay. (laughs) We have... Fire up the two-pack machine. (laughs) Well, yeah, we have you recorded saying every single word in the English language. That's true. We could cobble together a show. We've got AI. Piece it together. Family. Yes, family. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
Stephanie Miller. Yes, it is the Stephanie Miller Show. I know, everyone has been waiting with uh, bated breath for uh, Clyde's DNA results. Are they back? Yes. Hmm. As we said, it could all be hooey. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dog uh, DNA tests. Our, our guest yesterday, Steve Pearson. Yes, got- said they did two different DNA tests on their dogs, and they were both wildly different right. results. But I don't. <laughs> Bonnie is apparently uh, 37% Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu, as I like to say. Sure. 33% Yorkshire Terrier, 13% Pekingese, 6% Maltese, 4% uh, Chihuahua. And Clyde, this just in, Clyde of Bonnie and Clyde. Uh-huh. Like Rob of... Of uh, Rob and Trish. Right. I haven't done their DNA yet. <laughs> Clyde is 45% Shih Tzu, or Shih Tzu as I like to say. Uh, 40% Yorkshire. That's because you work blue. Terrier. 8% Pekingese, 4% Maltese, 2% Chihuahua. So I think they are related... Perhaps from the south, since there is a lot of humping that goes on. They're related, mother, son, siblings, who can say? Well, they're but dangerously from dangerously close to San Bernardino. But, and the, San Bernardino right. is the south of, yeah. the, of Los Angeles. Angeles. Of California. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, 40% Yorkshire Terrier, which allows us to play the Terrier song. Wait, That's yeah, why it works. Yeah. God loves a terrier. Yes, he does. God loves a terrier. That's because small, sturdy, bright, and true. They give their love to you. God didn't miss a stitch. Be it dog or be it bitch. When he made the Norwich merrier with its cute little terrier. Yes, God loves a terrier. <laughs> Any excuse to do anything Catherine O'Hara yes. does. Okay, which uh, brings us to the uh, he's uh, stealing puppies section of the George Santos stack yes. this morning. Oh, my God. Anderson Cooper gobsmacked by report that George Santos allegedly bought puppies with bad checks. From the Amish. Right. <laughs> Just when you thought there wasn't a worse dog story than stealing a dying dog's money from a veteran. It's a veteran service dog. Right. I don't. Okay. Um, he allegedly wrote $15,000 in bad checks to dog breeders in Pennsylvania's Amish country. Days later, he held an adoption event at a pet store in Staten Island. Santos was charged with theft, but it was dropped after he claimed someone had stolen his checkbook. But according to one of the dog breeders who received the bad check, it was Santos who wrote the check uh-huh. to him. He is Corella DeVille meets Katara. Get those puppies! I love the Ravishay. Claims his checkbook was stolen. That's how the checks were made. But he still had the puppies himself. Right. Amish puppies. He stole Amish Amish puppies. puppies. Okay. Malcolm Nance next. Congress ought to tell you how they're going to preserve Medicare and Social Security that are going bankrupt. Now, they say, oh, if I put it, I sit in there, we ought to review programs every five years. He said, somehow that's a cut. Well, you know what? If we, what do we do on defense? There's no 40-year plan for defense. There's no 100-year plan for defense. 
every year we go through the defense budget. So if you don't support a 100-year defense plan, you must be cutting defense every year. So this is disingenuous. I don't believe that we should ever be reducing Medicare or Social Security benefits, but guess what? $31.5 trillion for the debt. When we get to $45 trillion of debt, is somebody going to take this stuff yeah. seriously? Say, how do we preserve these programs? Hmm. That would be Rick Scott uh, using a lot of words, 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 words uh, to explain how uh, he's going to blow up Social Security and yeah. Medicare. Yep. Okay. Oh, is this uh, in the big bag of rats? Uh, Mitch McConnell up next. Yes. We've been talking a lot about Rick Scott's plan and how it's not the Republican plan. At this point, would you like to see him disavow the plan or how do you move forward as a party with the White House using this yep. against you all? Well, one more time, let's talk about Social Security. As you recall, there was some confusion last year about what the agenda of the Republican Senate might be mm -hmm. if we were in the majority. And I made it quite clear that as the likely majority leader, I had hoped at that time, Social Security and Medicare were not on our agenda, mm. period. Mm, mm, mm. Well, that's, I guess Rick Scott didn't get that memo. Mm, and yeah. also, who else? Mike Rounds? Forget him. A bunch of other Republicans. Didn't oh, well. Their narrative. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. You're all equally awful. Okay. Chris, who said the Ukrainians have something? These people have heart. They don't want to fight. They don't have the hatred of the men in front of them. They are fighting for their existence, and that's why I joined them. Who said that? Swinging Teddy Barra. No. Oh. Malcolm Nance on uh, Bill Maher, where he knocked it out of the park, as usual. We can dance if we want to. If we don't, somebody will. Because Republicans are rude and should be removed and act like they're imbeciles. I say, Malcolm Nance, Malcolm Nance, Trump is under Putin's control. We can dance, we can dance while Stephanie dances with the pole. Well, it's the Malcolm Nance. It's the Malcolm Nance. Well, it's the Malcolm Nance. Squee. Hi, Malcolm Nance. Why, hello. You know, you set that whole Bill Maher show up by letting me practice for three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, right. You were in studio with us. Um, I, I, it's the only thing I've agreed with Bill Maher on, and I don't know, since 1904, Chris, is that he said Malcolm Nance is a great patriot. Yes. Um, you just returned from fighting on the front lines at age 60, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and you were great. You, you were great on Bill Maher. <laughs> yeah. It was 61 when I, you know, in September. So, uh, you know, but it was very good. I, I enjoyed uh, being on the show. And I, I thought he was, you know, I Bill has always been good to me. He's always been fair. And he, he, he generates controversy and not as much as some of his guests do. You might recall my first show was we battled Milo Yiannopoulos and helped yeah. end his career and Larry Wilmore. <laughs> and then he put me on with Ben Shapiro, you know, the angry chipmunk. <laughs> uh, to, to debate critical race theory. And I, I didn't even know that was the discussion. And it came down to there's no such thing as a critical race theory debate. You're just making it up. And he was like, oh, you did it. You know, so I like going on that show. I appreciate Bill and them inviting me. Um, and to make me the primary guest to, to, to pitch in, uh, you know, and catch for Ukraine. So, yeah. you know. Well, I, I got to say, some because sometimes Bill literally does, to me, Republican talking points or Fox News talking points, whether it's about COVID or whatever. So I appreciated that, you know, he obviously respects you as he should and, uh, you know, gave you a platform to, 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 to tell the real truth about Ukraine, right? I mean, it's just, oh. yeah, go ahead. I think, you know, I mean, we know each other and how, you know, I've, I've, 
I've known him for well over five, six years now. I've, I've done one show each season. And, you know, when you say, hey, you just came back from fighting in a war. And he was right. Now, in the after party, he did say something. He goes, you like it. That's why you went. And I go, yeah, a little bit. But it's something that <laughs> something. Yes, it's something that I'm good at and something I help make the Ukrainians good at. But you- more importantly, it is about the women and children of Ukraine and and defeating these disinformation platforms that come out there. Um, you know, I don't know if you noticed in my Twitter feed, some guy the other day was like ragging on my combat experience in Ukraine. Yeah. And I said, oh, here's the way you do it. Bet you $10,000 in a live broadcast. Come prove your claims. Disappeared. Yeah, he, you was this the guy, he said, and- you were LARPing in an active war zone for clout. You're a disgrace. And you said, Nance's dictum on Twitter experts, the biggest idiots, cowards, and blowhards on Twitter have mouths inversely proportionate to the size of the manhood. Mm-hmm. Multiply by expertise, which is equal to the total amount of sex they've had, not involving themselves or a silicon love doll or zero. Um, <laughs> yes, it's, yes, It's just math. <laughs> <laughs> But somebody, okay, Jamie, someone named Jamie tweeted, Russian surveillance drone catches Ukrainian body snatchers in action. Question, why are Ukrainian troops always in such a hurry to evacuate freshly deceased bodies from the front line? Answer, organ harvesting for wealthy Western clients. And you just said, you are an idiot. Russia leaves tens of thousands of corpses and Ukraine has to clean up the battlefield. Ukraine removes uh, KIA warriors or victims of aggression with dignity. And you think, ooh, organ harvest. See See us shrink you nutter <laughs> you know, there's you know and i encourage everyone who, who listens to stephanie miller show our biggest failing sometimes as liberals progressives uh you know defenders of democracy is we want to have a discussion and we want to have a debate don't <laughs> okay call people out call them what they are if it's stupid call it stupid and that's becoming my forte i guess yeah yeah, I well, by the way, you said official ruling. Uh, Elon Musk is clearly clearly an official witting asset of a Russian dictator for all his billions. He doesn't un- seem to understand how the world works. He thinks he's saving the world by sacrificing Ukraine. Because um, you always answer these questions in your book, Putin's useful idiot or willing partner, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's that whole um, chain uh, ladder of how you work for Russia. You start off as a useful idiot, then you go into an un, you know a, a fellow traveler, an unwitting asset, a witting asset, and then an agent. And we've done this for Donald Trump, right? He's moved all the way up that chain. Elon Musk really thinks that he's the glass onion genius, and that he's saving the world by proposing Ukraine give up twenty percent of its nation after. You know, what could be uh, as many as 50,000 dead people, you know, dead Ukrainians. Uh, And Musk thinks he believes the Kremlin propaganda that if they lose, they're going to nuke the world. Okay, do you know what that means? Nuke the world. I worked at a National Nuclear Command Post. No winners when you launch atomic bombs. Everyone, your children in Russia, your mother, your grandmother. And Musk seems to think this is serious. That he, by turning off parts of Starlink for the Ukrainians and allowing them to lose parts of the battlefield communication structure, that he's saving the world. This is literally the don't look up uh, version of Elon Musk. He's an idiot. Yep. Um, Lazy con villain. 
I read this yesterday on the show, and I just it's so important to talk about again. Steve Schmidt tweeted, I've been saying for almost a year this is an espionage story. Jared Kushner advanced the interests of the Saudis and got paid $2 billion for it. Read my thoughts, too, on the travesty that is LIV Golf. And you said, I believe, I said this on Hardball with Chris Matthews in early 2017. Nothing this White House did was for the good of the nation. It was always for money. And I said it yesterday, Malcolm. You always say it first. You know, and I have to ask you why we all know this Hunter story, Hunter Biden story is BS. This is a real story. Jared Kushner actually was involved in our government. Right. And and made this amount of money. Why? Why? Why do we you and I always talk about this alpha liberals? Why do Democrats play different? Um, Some let me just get your reaction on this. Some Democrats in U.S. Senate are complaining that Biden's administration is setting up roadblocks for them as they try to gather more information about about Jared Kushner's deal with Saudi Arabia. Senator Ron Wyden said the Biden administration has not been handing over documents that are requested to examine the lucrative deals uh, Kushner has cut with the Saudis since Trump left office. Wyden called the lack of cooperation unacceptable, added that the Biden team has only been slightly more helpful than Trump's own administration in responding to inquiries. I mean, I get trying to be above the fray and, oh, don't go after the families, but Jared and Ivanka were in the government making 600 and something million dollars, right? Well, yep, absolutely. I mean, they are the definition of nepotism. Yeah. Uh, you know, release the docs. We don't do these campaigns the Republicans do, where they concentrate all of their effort on their on their you know their constituents go right to their congressmen and they you know you know stop the steal and all these ridiculous things well release the kushner docs why don't we do that kushner you know how i feel about this when i made that statement on hardball in 2017 it was about jared kushner setting up a secret line of communications to moscow in the russian embassy in 2016, right after they won. Yes. Right? And, about, and then about, I said, uh, the uh, entire Trump administration is an Espionage Act violation in the making. How many hundreds of times has that happened? Yeah. What, what happened with Cutter and the blockade and the money he needed to bail out oh, 666? God. You know, what about the, how many trademarks Ivanka got? I mean, the whatever, 600 million they made. Hunter Biden is a private citizen, was a private citizen, had nothing to do with running of the government. I mean, I we, think yeah, a go corrupt ahead. kid's investigation is, is in order. Ivanka, Jared, Donald Jr., Eric. Um, all, you know, uh, wherever that crazy chick that dated Newsom, uh, you know, all of them, they're, they're all implicated here. They made money done while employees of the United States government done investigate, recover monies and find out whether they did corruption with official instruments of the united states yep absolutely yes, yes we can't let you go before we ask you about the balloons because that is the, only, <laughs> the white house said the u.s intelligence community's leading explanation for the three most recent unidentified objects shot down over north america is they were uh, being used for commercial or benign purposes so yeah. malcolm what's your take i know we played uh, which senator was it yesterday saying that or, um, or no i'm sorry representative crow um that we're just we're getting better at detection that obviously this isn't new you know this no. stuff happening but what's your take on all of this well i said this on my high altitude weather balloons have been a thing for generations yes. you can go buy one of these for a few hundred dollars and put an instrument package into the stratosphere at a hundred thousand feet 
you know, and it'll pass stuff back, you know, a Morse code signal or whatever. And it literally flies on the edge of space. So, but now because of the outrage, you know, the machine of the Republicans, we yeah. got to start zapping everything. But, you know, I think it was a good exercise. The Chinese uh, space balloon, which I believe, as I said on Bill Maher, it was a signals intelligence collection package. And the first three times we didn't really notice it because we, weather balloons are a thing. But after that, this data link kept showing up, more than likely a data link up to a Chinese military satellite, and we were able to start tracking it. But we have that whole package now. We have how they do it. Chinese collection balloons are dead as a platform for the Chinese. So they have just literally ruined an entire collection, uh, at, you know, a collection resource for their government. Talk but about also, Talk about Those fighting disinformation, Malcolm. I mean, we have to, they missed it three times under the Trump administration, right? Failed oh, to yeah, detect it entirely. Creating space force when the Air Force should have been doing its job. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, exactly. But that that's what I'm saying is, you know, Biden, as you said, again, you were out there first saying they didn't get anything from us. We got all their stuff. We shot it down when it was safe. And but if still, yeah. you know, we're still going to hear screaming from the right wing. Of course you are. You know, crazy Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, with her uh, 101 Dalmatians coat, said that she was shouting at 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 Congress at, at military members. Yeah. Why are why are people not recording that and putting that out there about her? Look, she's BS crazy. Yeah. And, you know, what we have to do is we have to make it clear the people who really protect America and those you know, opportunist polit- politicos out there mm-hmm. who are really harming America with their big fat mouths. By and the way, next they're going to want what? A war? Yeah. By the way, you mentioned Space Force. What? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Space Force? Isn't that what that was supposed to be for? So they missed all of this under Trump. Yeah, yeah, but it was a crazy transition. That is a horrible idea. Space <laughs> Force should just be eliminated and folded back under the yeah. u.s air force right everyone will be happy we won't have this bloated fifth budget and guess what you'll still do your day job but you'll have you won't have an entire organization's wall in between you and the rest of the department of defense yeah when you see a hundred foot you know mile three three hundred uh, square foot mylar balloon floating at a hundred thousand feet so Trump, and then you got to call the Air Force to shoot it down for right, you. Right? How's so, that? So Trump administration, big like announcement, big military TV ready, most space force, <laughs> right? It's okay. like you know, like him, just a big hot air balloon <laughs> did nothing. Okay, Malcolm, thank you. And by the way, I, right. I, if you didn't say it, the, the Stephanie Miller show is the show of record. So if you if you didn't say it here, it didn't happen. Doesn't matter what happened on Bill Maher. You said it here, and now it counts. <laughs> 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 All right, love you. Yeah. See. You. See you Bye. next time. Thanks, Malcolm. Next. Bye, Malcolm. There he goes. Oh, yes. Here she is. Stephanie Miller, host of the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, yeah. We got the group in the house tonight. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Oh, yeah, it is the Stephanie Miller Show. 
George Santos tried to raise uh, money for a Trump rally in Buffalo that never happened. Has my hometown of Buffalo not been through enough? Really? Must we also endure a George Santos grift? Did this one involve Amish puppies or no? No. He probably was using the money to buy Amish puppies. A woman that uh, he described as his bestie is a right-wing Republican fundraiser who spent years promoting an Albanian politician who has been barred from entering the U.S. And also, uh, hang on, here's my favorite. She told a news outlet she severed connections with Santos in 2021. So he's too much of a crook for that person that's beyond another politician that is banned from entering. Yes? You just called her a fundraiser. I'm sorry. What did I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Well, who was he raising funds I, I couldn't let that one go by because you sounded like Baba Walters. Speaking of forces, <laughs> Malcolm Nance brought up. I, that's what I've been saying about these balloons. Where was Space Force? Trump missed all of these, for God's sakes. Remember the... Space. Who knew space was so big? These are the voyages of the Starship Intercourse. It's four-year mission, hopefully four, to seek out new civilizations and to keep them out, to build a space wall and make the Venusians pay for it, to pay for it out there Uranus, to boldly and strongly go like the world has never seen. Space Force! Brought to you by the Solar System's premier upscale retreat, Martian Lago. Captain's Log. I am Captain Bone Teespurs, and as we go through space in my very large ship, a ship that can go through space, our crew encountered something. Captain sensors are indicating a galactic storm, like the four we encountered before. Those were storms A through D. I'm going to call this one Storm E. Oh no. Can you talk to it, Lieutenant Yehu? I opened up the hailing frequencies. Evidently, nobody's answering. I tried channel 9, then I tried channel 5, but I gave up. Now I'm going to have a moon pie. Do you think we could pay the storm off? That is most illogical, Captain. Okay, slow down. On impulse power. Stormy sure has very large moons. That is one of the tackiest storms we've encountered. Kelly, if I'm going to win, we have to be able to beat full subpoena power. I bypassed the Twitter feed with the dilithium crystal mess, but I cannot guarantee that she'll hold. I think we should just grab this stormy. If you do that, Captain, she's going to blow. You say that. <laughs> <laughs> See, everything old is new again. The yeah. Stormy Daniel story, Space Force, it's all magically it's all one story again. Back. And Coffee with Carlos Rocky yes. is next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. As you recall, this continues to come up. The president was talking about it in the State of the Union. Uh, he's taking it out uh, to various states around the Union. So let me say one more time. There is no agenda on the part of Senate Republicans to revisit Medicare or Social Security. 
period. I've noticed that the Speaker of the House has said the same thing. So on Social Security, it is not an issue between the parties. Mm, fight, 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 big bag of rats. Between your party. <laughs> Just your party. Yeah. Charles in Miami on Rick Scott, who would beg to differ about Social Security. Hello, Charles. How you doing, Mama? Hi. Go ahead. Um, Rick Scott is being ridiculous because basically those are the guys who ran up the bill on, you know, with that last um, tax cut that they, that they had, the largest, I think, tax cut ever. And all the rich people, uh, uh, this is this happened with, with George Bush's will. Mm-hmm. Once they steal that money, and I, and I call it theft because basically, you know, they, they, they want to steal from the poor at this point. To, you know, to make up for their shortcomings. But this happened under George Bush. Once they steal yeah. the money, they're not giving it back. Privatize they is the same thing as, as destroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, you're in Florida where Rick Scott defrauded Medicare, and I still don't understand how he's in the Senate and not in prison, but one day someone will explain it to me like I'm a child. Okay. Oh, That's speaking of childlike, maybe Carlos will explain. Like coffee with Carlos sells Rocky. I have a Zimbabwe latte. I'll have a Kenya cappuccino. She never has a second cup of coffee at home. Mountain grown coffee. Carlos sells Rocky. I was going to make espresso. And baked by Juan Valdez. Coffee with Carlos. Good to the last drop. Mm-hmm. Hola, Carlos. Y muy buen día. Feliz cumpleaños a mi mamá Nina. Aww. Y hoy ella tiene 95 años. My mom is 95 today. Wishing <gasps> mom a happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, mama. She's just a happy. baby compared to my 100-year-old mom, but happy birthday. I know. She's a <laughs> centurion. Is that what they call yes. them? Yes, mm-hmm. centurion. Right. Good for us. Yes. Um, and I want to tell you, I went to uh, Maryland this weekend to do the Farpoint Con. And oh, yeah. uh, the talk of the town was... Nikki Haley getting in the presidential race. I know. It's just, oh, Everybody my God. It's was, so, exci- it oh, so excited. There were traffic jams. There were Chinese spy balloons, earthquakes. It was yeah, incredible. Right. She alligators standing up on impact. their legs, chewing up baby children. Yeah, palpable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> alligators standing on the hind legs. <laughs> she, you know, yeah, we had a good so time at Farpoint. By I the way. Shout out to Fred who came out to say hello. Hello, Fred. Hi, Fred. Uh, oh, would you like to say hi as Barney Rubble? Hi, Fred. Oh, hi, Fred. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Isn't she just like typical of her party, though? She's such a flip-flopping coward, mm-hmm. right? She's like, oh, I'll never run if Donald Trump's going to run. And, you know, she, she, I mean, she just goes back and forth, right? And well, here's Donald how Trump, she, she did the decision. usual statement after January 6th, and then she's gone back on that. And, yeah. Yeah. Here's how she made her decision. You got a phone call. You know, hello, Nikki. It would really help me if you entered the race, okay? Divide the field. I'll win. I'll give you a great job at the country club cleaning Lindsey Graham's balls, okay? By the way, oh, we had a caller that called in that couldn't wait for you to comment on Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, because her, her cats love it when you do the cows. Yeah, she's kind of, she's mouthy, isn't she? She's just mouthy. Just, it, her, it fits perfectly around the teat of... Um, Merla the cow. Yeah. While she's just chewing her cud. She's chewing her cud. Yeah. How you, Man, did you she's... enjoy her? What was it? A response? A response to the state of yeah. the. Yeah. I think her eyes roll back like a great white when she's doing it. <laughs> All you see is just white. Right. We know she's done it. She's procreated. Okay. Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Linda in Wisconsin, you're on with Carlos. Hello, Linda. Hi there. Before I, I get to my point, I just want to say hi to Carlos. I'm a huge fan. 
uh, fellow atheist, and um, I will say that I think that, hi, um, as far as uh, women's progress in this country, until we have a lot more atheism, um, I think that we're going to be fairly stagnant because, uh, unfortunately, religious views are holding us back, and even the believers themselves. I had a good friend that was uh, I, yeah. very adamant about uh, patriarchy and men being the ruler of the household, etc. But anyway, um, I was calling in regard to the discussion on George Santos and how horrible it was that he stole money from the Amish. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, don't feel sorry for the Amish. The Amish have a lot of puppy mills. So I know. I've, I've seen that now on Twitter, that they're both awful. It's another bag of rats. They're yeah. both equally offered, yeah. George Santos and the Amish puppy mills. They're all awful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, George Santos is obviously a horrible, horrible person, you know, as many of the Republicans are. But anyway, um, everybody that's considering getting a puppy should absolutely double check where it's coming from. I guess they're using puppy find. Yeah. So um, be extremely careful. Um, these people treat dogs, puppies as just livestock. I had read up on it and they do things like their own cesareans rather than using a vet to save the money. Right. Um, you have to also realize that they don't even generally go to school beyond eighth grade. So they have to find ways to make income. And yeah. if that yeah. means using livestock, yeah. well, you know, quote, puppies. Yeah. yeah. You know, Linda, I just rescued two uh, to, uh, little ones. and um, I know. I know. I got to <laughs> say, I, I love it and I appreciate it. Um, I've always had larger dogs, and um, like 2015, I got my first Pomeranian, and oh my God, they're so wonderful, but I will also warn you that as hard as it is to lose any dog, for some reason, when I lost my first one on January 22nd of last year, and he was only three and a a half years old, I am still, still hugely in mourning, and it's almost like losing a baby. There's something different about losing a little dog, so I I will warn you of that. Be prepared. No, I know, I know. You remember Pookie, my first little dog. He lived to 1,003, but he, He, yeah. Well, he did. And he survived a coyote attack. He has survived wow. a lot of things. Yeah. But no, Linda, my point was that um, I was mentioning to someone on PetFinder when I was looking, I, I saw one quote-unquote rescue that kept coming up, and they always had puppies. And there was always some sob story until I went, oh, this is a puppy mm-hmm. mill. This is not a real rescue. So just yep. if you're rescuing out there, make sure it's a real rescue. These guys came from uh, yeah. Hope. They're helping out pets every day out in uh, Upland, and they're an actual rescue that does really great work. So, yeah. you yeah. know, so that's a good point. Yeah. Just one, that, yeah. One piece. I think to watch out for is, you know, double check the puppies that anybody is listing and see if they're listing multiple breeds. I think that's one thing that made me feel leery when I was, you know, doing some searching. Yeah. But definitely make sure that it's a reputable breeder. And, you know, we don't want to be supporting people like that. That's just yeah. awful. And whether it's yep. puppies or the horses, I understand that they don't treat them very well either. So, yeah. yeah. And I won't personally, I boycott anybody that does anything crappy to animals or people. So I boycott, I would never buy a piece of Amish furniture for that reason. Um, and I boycott many other places, you know, in yeah. particular gas stations and <laughs> all oh, on list. All right. Thanks, but, Linda. Yes, Travis. Something that did come up this morning before you came downstairs. Yeah. Um, Coyotes were coming up the street. Oh, where are and they? And they, they came over and they checked out Bright Eyes. Oh, did they? Did they look at my little plastic predator eyes? I have a little plastic things my girlfriend got that uh, they flash yeah, red they eyes. They literally walked right up to your fence. Did they? Looked at it. Yeah. They think Bright Eyes is their leader. Good job, Stephanie. What? They were not yes. scared. They think Bright Eyes is their leader. Good job. Hey, here's a sign. If, you, if the puppy has a beard and is great at making cabinets, don't adopt that puppy, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for that tip. <laughs> Or if they're Kelly McGillis. Wait, are you thinking about... Witness. Are you thinking about... Oh, I thought you were thinking about Melanie Griffith. 
Oh, no, Stranger what? Among Us was no, when that was Orthodox she Jew. played uh, right a Hasidic Jew. Right. Because when you think of Melanie Griffith, you think you think Ke- she so could totally blend. Kelly McGillis. What was the one with played. Kelly McGillis? Oh, correct. In Witness. Okay. Yes. Well, Witness. Yes. Lesbian or no? No. She, oh. she played Amish. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Who, bear, who bared her breasts to Iris and Paul. Oh, got it. Yeah. Well, those okay. Amish lesbians are wild, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, we must uh, go uh, an addendum. There are good, great uh, people that are uh, good... Uh, Representatives of religion, like our own, very own John Fugel, saying there are some yeah. very good folks in religion, but it ha- sure. unfortunately gets co-opted. And we were just reading a uh, t- tweet about uh, Bill Crystal tweeted about the three signs of authoritarianism. One of them is Christian nationalism funding all these people, funding all these commercials that you see yeah. during the Super Bowl. You yeah, know, the money coming from he people that us. want to deny women the right to reproductive yeah. health care, and right. they're advertising on the Super Bowl and yeah. funding guys like DeSantis, who now is going to appoint five board members to run Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. welcome I, to the I, Jesus slide right. at Disney. It's yeah, it's gonna I get creepy. I don't begrudge anybody's religious beliefs. You yeah. know, whatever gets you through, that's fine. It's when you start to try and change my beliefs. Yeah. Is when we're yeah, going to have a problem. Exactly. Yeah, he gets everyone but you, Chris. Jesus doesn't well, get he gets you. you. But she is right. At, at, the, at the core of many of the popular religions is the fact that there is a male God and a male uh, Messiah. And that yeah. seems to be uh, a barrier towards really accepting women as equals. It's like, God is a man and so the son yeah. is the savior. And I don't Who think any that? God yeah. wants Kelly McGillis to bear her breast to anyway. Yeah. So we can all except agree for Harrison on that. Ford. Yeah. Or Jodie Foster. Stewart in Florida. <laughs> what? What? Hi. Huh? It's a different movie. Hey, Stuart, hi. You're on with Carlos. Hi. I, well, uh, Linda took my fire here, but I'm in Sarasota County, and we don't allow the sale of uh, puppies at pet shops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of all the people he ripped off, I would say not only are the Amish the only ones, you know, that, I mean, they were not only were they puppy mills, but he's running a fake rescue. And that's what happens, you know, when you have areas that don't allow people to sell puppies, then they set up these fake re- rescues, and people actually still get them from the puppy mills. So that's what I wanted to warn your listeners to. But Linda pretty much covered it pretty well, i got to say. Kind yeah. of good timing, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, yeah, by the way, can I also give a shout-out to, as I've been telling you guys, uh, Great Pyrenees Rescue Society, where I got uh, Stevie. He, I'm in contact not only with his foster mom. We had to rehome him because of dog aggression, mm-hmm. et cetera. But he, I've been in constant time with his foster mom and now his new parents, mm-hmm. and I get pictures and videos every day, and we talk. That's like a real rescue that makes sure that you know dogs right. get the they right... follow up. Yeah, the care. right homes and all that. But yeah, you just be alert because it's just some things you think like, oh, that's weird. That rescue has puppies all the time, and it's usually because they're... It's a cover for a, you know, for a puppy mill. And it, it, yeah. yeah, we have to talk about this because soon there will be a moderate Republican rescue place where you can find the Mitt Romneys and the Adam Kinzinger. He, went, he got a good home at CNN. <laughs> As the white fascists kick out Adam all Kinzinger. the moderate yes. Republicans, they'll need to be adopted by loving families. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 18 minutes. The Lincoln seven. Project. And we'll be right back. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Carlos Sal's Rocky is here. Hello, Carlos. Estoy aquí. Feliz cumpleaños, mi mamá. Oh. A mi mamá. Ah, thank you. 
How did you enjoy sporting of the sports in the Super Bowl? I did enjoy sporting of the sports, and I did it on the plane. They had a little app where I could watch uh, the Super Bowl. I stopped at halftime. Uh, no matter what musician it is, even if it was my favorite band, I'm not into mixing music in Super Bowl. So I turned it off at halftime and watched the movie Nope. And then I just checked the final score. So I enjoyed both the football and the arts. You are like, Except for music. You are like 180% the opposite of most people, right? You're a gay party that's all about the halftime. It was, it was the Super Bowl starring Rihanna with two football teams there to support her. There's yeah, the, I mean, the Prince halftime yeah. show, I think, I, is one I, I watched best and enjoyed. Ever. It's probably the best halftime show. Yeah, there's straight guy Super Bowl and then there's gay guy Super Bowl, right? It's like rich man, poor man. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, so I did I did enjoy sport, the sports. I have to say I sort of, as a jealous 49er fan who got whooped by the Eagles, I was kind of pulling for the Chiefs, right. but uh, I think both teams were great. Great athleticism, two black quarterbacks going at it. Hurts. Am I the only am I the only woke liberal that every time Kansas City starts that, oh, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, according to a Native American the person that, on uh, TikTok, the Chiefs were named after an owner of something else. <laughs> And they used to call him the chief, and it's not all about that. But with the insignia and the arrow and the fans chanting that, I don't think that they get it. So yeah, it's okay. interesting. All right, we have a number of uh, statements from the uh, bassinet of the 45th president. Thank you. Okay, oh. let's go. Um, let's read them out. Is he like the worst hack comic? He yes. just does he can he not ever get some new material? He falsely claimed the Democrats cheated to steal the 2020 election. Can he please shut up about that cake ever? No. 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 Okay. He said the word woke is a very big word because it means a lot of things to a lot of people, but it also means a lack of freedom of speech. Okay. Computer says no. Nah. It just means not being a D to people that are right. different than you. Okay. Yeah. Trump called himself one of the most important presidents ever. I'm actually very nice, but you can't be too nice when you're going to stop people from invading your country and destroying your country. We have an election coming up. It's truly going to be one of the most important elections. I think it's going to be a life or death election. I think it's either going to save our country or our country is going to go into an abyss like nobody has ever seen. Sinkhole? Uh, so that's nothing to do with fear. You no. know, if you elect me, I'm going to take that soccer ball that I gave Putin and I'm going to poke a pin in it. I'm going to deflate it. You have to be mean. You have to be mean when people are invading other countries. You can't just give them um, inflated soccer balls. you got to deflate them, okay? Okay. Um, by the way, in other news, and his, he's very nice. He would like, as we mentioned earlier, he would like to bring back firing squads and air executions on uh, television. Yes. Mm -hmm. The ratings. Wow. Mm. Yes. Yikes. Huge ratings. Fantastic. Who's first? He's been regularly asking those around him. What do you think of firing squads? Trump has uh, talked about bringing bad death by firing squad, by hanging, possibly even guillotine. He uh, has discussed group executions. He floated these ideas while discussing uh, his disdain for President Biden's approach to crime. That's it. Not enough guillotine. That's probably what will no. Yeah. Wow. Um, he even, ha one of the sources recounts, mused about televised... Footage of executions, including showing uh, condemned prisoners in the final moments of their lives. He's such a ghoul. Can I just we're say get Dana like, White to put this on? It's going to be great. That's like a he's like a Walking Faces of Death video. Yes, he's just a ghoul. Like he gets like you could almost feel him drooling when he starts talking about violence and stuff, right? He's just a sociopath. Yeah. Like yes. I said, John Dupont Jr. I said that. Four years before that guy was elected, John Dupont Jr., unloved, left alone, given money, no yeah. type of 
mental or psychological development whatsoever. Just spend money, get things. I love girls, chicks, beauty pageants, power, rape, what, uh, child, <laughs> Wait, what ma- I love, spit out kids, marry three wives, go to Epstein's uh, Island. You know what? I'm just going to guess that he's really wild about having to pay a black lady a bunch of money. I'm just going to say that. I he is. Best day. Mm, he owes uh, Letitia James' office more than $100,000. Uh, and a New York appellate court upheld a contempt order against him for his past refusal to cooperate with James Probe of his business activities. Uh, she said, once again, the courts have ruled that Donald Trump is not above the law. For years, he tried to stall and thwart our lawful investigation into his financial dealings. But today's decision sends a clear message. There are consequences for abusing the legal system. We will not be bullied or dissuaded from pursuing justice. Um, Listen, Stormy, it's not going to happen. I owe this black lady a lot of money. OK, Stormy? Not this month. <laughs> Okay. Uh, where? Okay. What? Hey, Sarah Palin's back. Did I mention that to you? We mentioned it oh, earlier. Yes. Excuse me. Oh, yes. <laughs> she said uh, Ron DeSantis should not run. Uh, she essentially auditioned to be Donald Trump's vice presidential pick. She said Uh-oh. DeSantis doesn't need to. I envision him as our president someday, but not right now. Mm. He has decades ahead of him where he can be our president. Um, the Fox host then pointed to Governor uh, Huckabee Sanders, who could be a good VP pick. And uh, Sarah Palin said, Trump needs to choose somebody who, like him, has nothing to lose. What more can they do to that person personally or verbal attacks or anything else on family? That person has been through the ringer, so they know what they're getting into. And that person can then just focus on doing what's right for the people. Fox Uh-oh. host said, you described yourself? Not necessarily. Palin answered with an aw shucks and probably a wink, a little wink. And that person's name is Rhymes with Malin. <laughs> Coffee with Carlos, Stephanie Mosher. Don Jr.'s on Coke. 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 I know. All right, I'm back. I'm here. I'm playing with my dogs. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for you to play that that many times. That's, Don Jr.'s on Coke. He's busy terrible. right now. Don't repeat. Don't repeat. Don Jr.'s that. on Coke. Hi, it's Coffee with Carlos Elzraki. Hello. Wendy, I'm on coffee. <laughs> Carlos is on Coke. Carlos right. is on coffee. Carlos is on coffee. Hey, have we talked to you yet about the balloons? Because Travis can't get enough of this story. Oh, yeah. 99 Chinese buy balloons. Damn mm. balloons. Mm. Are, there, are, are we up to 99 yet? Because that'll be fun. Okay. That's that song has a great beat, but it is about nuclear war. Yes, which it's fine if it has a good beat. It's about a mistake that leads to a nuclear war. Yeah, yeah. like I don't care about rap songs that are terribly misogynistic, as long as I can dance to it. It's fine. Is that a you rap know, the song? freak in the bed and the lady in the street. Love that song. Love it. Okay, what? Yeah. Double D. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Carlos. Hi. Hi. Okay. I was just reading uh, George Takai's uh, Wyoming Party Republican sparks outrage after opposing bill banning child marriages. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. George Takai, like gay. Make more white people. Make more white people. Make more white people. Make more white people. Make <laughs> more white people. Is. Don Jr.'s on coke. Yeah, isn't it amazing? They're the ones who worry about grooming, right? When I mean, they just they're fine with child labor, child mar- marrying a child. It's uh, yeah. bind Jesus, make more of them, and yeah. bind Jesus and start mating. 
Okay, back to the balloon. Okay, here we go. Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State, uh, accused Joe Biden of causing uh, global shame with his handling of the suspected Chinese surveillance. Really? Really? What about the three that you missed, you big blowhard? Pompeo also dismissed criticism of former President Trump over reports of suspected surveillance balloons that also entered U.S. airspace while he was in office because, of course, he did. Uh, asked about National Security Council John Kirby saying that Trump's administration failed to detect similar balloons. Pompeo said uh, the argument is a shiny distraction. Oh, I'm sorry. Your incompetence is a shiny distraction? Yes, Carlos. May I say that Joe Biden waited to shoot the balloon down Thank so you. shrapnel would not fall on human population as right. opposed to Trump who waited for Otto Warmbier to come back a vegetable Thank before you. he got him back from North Korea. Yeah, that's how tough he is. There's a little dictators. difference there in waiting. Yeah. Um, he said, you're bringing it up, too. Which this is exactly what the Biden administration wants you to be talking about. Right. How incompetent the Trump administration wants. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. OK. Uh, look over there. See this shiny object. Trump, Trump, Trump. Right. This wasn't remotely the same thing. Really? How is it different? He missed right. them entirely. Joe they didn't okay. want to tell him because they knew he would start the 99 red balloons thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he uh, he argued that no one was aware of the incidents under Trump. Is he is that the defense that he thinks it is? Because <laughs> that's we were incompetent. Okay. Um, he said the delay to take down the surveillance balloon first spotted over Montana was Montana was inexcusable. I can't imagine the risk of some falling debris over a place like Montana exceeded the risk of global shame. H- how is it global shame? When we collected all their data, they got none of ours. We shot it down with no injuries right. or. Deaths on on our soil. What? How is that? How about Trump's little freaking dance off with Kim Jong and the North Korean DMZ border? Let's cross together. Let's skip. It my did load. look like a dance Have off. Have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz, Kim Jong? We're off to see it again. The DMZ. Oh yes. <laughs> He's such a Mike coward. Is, he, he couldn't. He didn't have a translator with Putin in Helsinki. He gave yeah. him a soccer ball. Yeah. He got walked on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike in Colorado, you're on with Carlos. Uh, good day, kids. How you doing? Hi. Go ahead. Anyway, um, you were talking about dog rescue. Uh, both of my present animals uh, came up here, uh, one from uh, from Oklahoma with uh, an outfit called Big Bones. The others came up from New Mexico with an outfit called uh, Bounce. And they, they, they put you through a, a uh, 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 an application project uh, process. So you don't just buy. You know, oh, yeah. You don't just adopt a Oh, no, this rescue I just worked with, they do a home check. They do all kinds. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, yeah it's oh, pretty yeah. extensive that's background what, check. That's, yeah. That's what these guys do. And my other, my other real quick point is uh, Carlos had mentioned uh, the name of the chiefs. The chiefs were named... Uh, well, uh, Kansas City Mayor H.O. Bartle that's right. called the chief mm-hmm. by his staff, and that's Correct. where the name came from. They were and the Cowboys the, before. They were the Texans. Dallas the Texans, Texans, that's right, from Dallas. Yes, and uh, uh, the whole thing with the tomahawk chop, uh, chop and the war paint made, has for a long time made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think they should do something. You know, they should do something like what you know Florida State has done with the Seminoles. You know, talk yeah. to the Osage and the Shawnee Indians who are native to, to the Kansas City area to do something. You know, bless the, 
bless the field or do something. Yeah. You know, and that will maybe tone things down. But the, yeah. the whole thing about the Chiefs didn't have anything to do to denigrate Native Americans. It was just at that time that's what the what, what his nickname was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, yeah. all right. I don't know if that'll make my sphincter slap, uh, snap less shut yeah, because as a woke liberal. I can't help it. There's something about right that whole, oh. Yeah, like, it's kind of mm. weird seeing white people do that. Do we have a sound effect of my sphincter? Like when I used to go to SoulCycle and a white instructor played rap songs and using the N-word, also sphincter. That was my sphincter yep. snapping shut. Woke <laughs> liberal, just, no. If that's what your sphincter sounds like, I'm scared. Yeah, well. How about Eminem? Hmm? And Macklemore or whatever. Yeah, Eminem. No. Can a white can a white guy play white rappers? I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. Let I just me let me on let me check with my sphincter where that where that goes. <laughs> you know you don't you can't like what do they say about pornography you can't uh, explain you know you can't uh, you know describe it. it you just right my I just my sphincter tells me when something is makes me uncomfortable. As what liberal. does it magic? Just hey, the, Mr. Whoopi, what does your magic sphincter oh, say? That just no, no, like uh, it. Okay, yeah. Michael. Makes me go put on my sta- I Stand With Standing Rock t-shirt. Ah, yes. Okay. Yes. Hi, Michael in the Bronx. You're on with Carlos. Hey, Steph, Carlos, and everyone. Good you morning. Know, here's a major, major question with these Republicans who claim to be Christian. And yes, I'm going to stay on top of them for their claim. They will have a problem of people being woke. Do they not remember? In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16, verses 1 through 12, Jesus himself advocates his followers to be woke. Remember, be on guard against the yeast, meaning the propaganda, of the Pharisees. The Pharisees today are today's Republicans. And I got to give it up to our New York rep, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, better known as AOC, taking major butt and on the congressional floor exposing these Republicans. And she's eligible to become president in 2024. She'll be um, 35. So you know how there's a play on words? Well, I have a little play on letters. That is, don't F with AOC. Hmm. Okay. I will just I like look, I will look forward to, every, to the entire right wing, whatever's left of it at that point, all of their heads exploding simultaneously. Couple ammo. President yeah. AOC. Okay. Not going to let the meatball happen. Meet Ron DeSantis. Have a meeting at uh, Mar-a-Lago with three chicks: Sanders, Huckabee, Huckabee Sanders, Palin, and Lake. They go, they're all going to have to do a beauty pageant, undress. He is going to have a pageant for his vice presidential uh, slot, isn't he? Yeah. Lindsay's oh. like, I want to be in it. I want to be in your slot. I'm ready for the evening gown competition. I'm ready sir. for the swimsuits. I've I got think a Lindsay, like you wouldn't believe. I think Lindsay would do very. Will be lovely in the evening gown competition. My tuck is so tight, you won't even know it's there. Okay. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Charlie Kirk uh, yeah, had some thoughts about Chinese balloons. Look Uh-oh. at that head. <laughs> had some thoughts about the Ohio train derailment and its significance to the crusade against white people. What? Uh, it always takes always me several agreed. paragraphs in to just go, what is the what? Why are they talking about? What? Again, the product of a crappy parent. <laughs> the train derailed, uh, car- uh, right, uh, carrying 50 cars and uh, spilled various toxic uh, chemicals, as we know. Um, he claimed the lack of attention by, oh, of course, President Biden's of course. right, uh, to the situation is an indication of something more sinister. Oh, hang on. He suggested 
The UFOs being shot down over North America are a false flag operation aimed at forcing Americans back into lockdowns. Okay. What? So wait, how is the train thing? Not a single member of the Biden regime would dare go to this portion of Ohio and breathe in the air because they know it's dangerous. They know it's actively poisoning the citizens of Eastern Ohio. So why is it they kind of shrug their shoulders and say, yeah, okay, whatever. It's very simple. It's because the war on white people continues. Why would you care for the white working class voters in Eastern Ohio? Um, Wait, so Biden wanted the train to derail because he hates white people also? Mm -hmm. That's what I think he's saying. Okay. Yes, Chris? Uh, no, it's just that the, uh, the, the Ohio has its own environmental protection, protection agency. Right. And, as we and said, they are working in conjunction with the federal environmental protection right. agency. Right. So you got a Republicans working with right. Democrats here. Right. What, why is it just one side? And all the Republicans poison? voted against the, right. the, trail, the rail safety in the infrastructure bill. And also, in addition to uh, Donald Trump is the one that rolled but, back the regulations that caused this to... Well, on the brakes, and uh, investigators uh, said it was a broken axle. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, that's what these trains are old. And for also, Jim Jordan to expect I know that, that was structure bill. That is code for Joe Biden hates white people. But but yeah. Pete Buttigieg is gay, Stephanie. Right. I think there's something to do with that too. Something what something qualifies him? gay. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's. Uh, if that train wouldn't have been so limp wristed, it would have stayed on the tracks. Right. Less in uh, Nevada. <laughs> Hello, Les. You're on with Carlos. Hello. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just hate to say this, it's become painfully obvious to me that Hunter Biden's laptop was on that train. Okay. Yeah. And that's why they derailed it and burned it up. Got it. Okay. I don't know if that was a comedy no, call or not. That's but parody, right? Call. That was funny. Yes? I thought it was on the balloon, the Chinese spy balloon. That's why they could have been. Spy yeah. Yeah. You know where Hunter, Hunter Biden's laptop is? Where? At the gas stations watching the prices come down for gas. Oh. Huh. So, so Joe Biden didn't want you to see that the gas prices are low again, so they purposely derailed the train to take your mind off that. Okay. Uh, John in Illinois, you're, white people. Uh, you're on with Carlos. Hello. Hey there. Um, I'm thinking we should do this. The, apply the requirements for getting a dog, for adopting a dog. You have to have a home visit. We had to have training yep. for the dog. Apply that to guns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, imagine. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we have, we have to, you know, take care of the dog, insure it, all this stuff. So maybe we could do a little, you know, a little gun safety and dog, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. combination. As you recall, uh, we streamlined the gun, the background check. Um, ask me if I, if I would like a gun. Stephanie, would you like a gun? Okay, wait, hang on. I did that wrong. Oh, no. Way to go. <laughs> That's the most important part. Ask, me if, ask me if you can have a gun. Can I have a gun? No. That's the, I, that's the only background check you need. If you want a gun, that's the reason but enough. I need one right no, now. No, you can't. No. Like, no, I need no. it. No. But now. No. 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 Yes. No. That's it. If you want a gun, that's the only reason. Yeah, There's no second amendment right to a, vehicle, a dog. If you want to drive a motor vehicle, you got to go to the DMV, take a test, pass a written test. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think there are responsible gun owners out there that would be responsible for earning a permit. Having to carry a permit if you want to conceal it or yes. take it out. This of is why the vast majority of people out there are for background checks, yeah. including members of the NRA. Yeah. But Stephanie, can I have a? No. How many times do I have to tell you? Just just don't make... even. If you even look like you want, no. You're making me. You're want looking one at me more. like you want a gun. No. You're making me want Come one on, more. Come on, I already got my room in Vegas. Give me a gun. No. Oh, that was dark. Okay. Too soon. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, oh, what do you want me to say? Michigan State? You want me to oh. say Parkland? I mean, there's so oh, many shootings, dear. I can't keep oh. up, Chris. I'm oh, sorry. I know. I'm As sorry. our politicians do nothing, especially on the yeah. Republican side. Thank okay. you, NRA.
Yes, this show delivers. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Oh, the reviews are in. Gwen says, I love it when Carlos does his Miss Lindsay impression. Gets me every time. <laughs> oh, Lynn, you're welcome. I'm going out to the Red Tees today in Mar-a-Lago. Do we have our Lindsay music? I feel like Carlos needs some musical accompaniment. Yeah, I, right. I, I have a feeling uh, Lindsay might have been the uh, people that might have been caught lying to the grand jury. Oops. Something has come up on Carlos's thing that has not allowed him to speak. <laughs> okay. All right, but at least we have the music as a background. Man, just tell me to stop because I hear Okay, go ahead. Music now we playing. can hear you. I'm sorry, Miss Lindsay. What? I just lost audio because I was just thinking about Donald in my head and those white boots that uh, Ron DeSantis was wearing just gave me a distraction just for a second. So I wanted to apologize for wearing those white boots while golfing with Donald yesterday. He got a little upset and called me Meatball Balls. Okay, thank you, Carlos. All right, in other, I, so we'll get that grand jury testimony or the parts tomorrow. of the grand jury tomorrow, yeah, from uh, Georgia. It's not all of it, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going to give us an idea who, who was lying, who they thought was lying. Looking at you, Lindsay. Looking at you, Rudy. Mark. Hmm. Um, the uh, My lips were sealed. Uh, federal prosecutors overseeing the investigation into Trump's handling of classified documents. Again, we always have to identify which crime, right. which Trump crime are we talking about, are seeking to uh, pierce assertions of attorney-client privilege and compel one of his lawyers to answer more questions before a grand jury. Uh, the Justice Department cited the crime fraud exception. We've gotten to know that so well, uh-huh. haven't we? To which attorney-client privilege in demanding testimony um, from a lawyer representing Trump. In the documents case, the prosecutors have sought approval from a federal judge to invoke what is known as the crime fraud exception. That that uh, would blow up the whatever it is. The fact that uh, prosecutors invoked the exception in a sealed motion to compel the testimony of the lawyer, Evan Corcoran, suggests they believe Trump or his allies might have used Corcoran services um, in that way to commit a crime, mm-hmm. right? So uh, we shall see how all this, but I, I feel like, Carlos, his delay tactics are, they're, they're, he's running, finally running out of time, right? Hopefully. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, in a, oh, he that was a 10-page announcement from the I know. bassinet of the... Baby's very colicky. It's a 10-page statement. Uh, Trump attacked the FBI and Twitter for supposedly bearing evidence that exonerates him in the January 6th investigation. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. No. Um, And rehashed a number of false claims. Really? Did he say things that he has said before? Yeah. And his allies have made regarding his involvement in the events of the day. Trump also reiterated a claim pushed by his allies that uh, Speaker Pelosi and D.C. Mayor Muriel Browser uh, refused to call in the National Guard to stop the violence. Uh, in an act of arrogance, Nancy Pelosi and D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser in charge of Capitol Security rejected calls for the presence of the National Guard to maintain order because they didn't like the look, he wrote. 
Footage from that day shows Pelosi and Chuck Schumer requesting guard assistance. Reports show Mike Pence was the one who finally ordered the guard to the Capitol as Trump himself was unwilling to give the authorization. So surprising that he would lie. You mean it wasn't the FBI like Matt Taibbi said on Joe Rogan? By the way, I was checking my spam for Clyde's DNA results like you told me to do. Uh Mm -hmm. Guess who's in there? Matt Taibbi, where he belongs. It works. Yeah, right? Spam folder is working as intended. Yeah. It was the FBI what made those people join a white supremacist group. It was the FBI that made Donald Trump Uh. said, something's very wrong. Trump is, uh, Mike Pence is very weak. You can't be weak. Linda in Chicago real quick. Hey, Linda. Hey, I wanted to comment real quickly on your gun discussion. I know we're almost out of time. Yeah. I am an employment attorney, and I routinely have to draft policies on guns. Mm-hmm. And I had a check Indiana's law the other day. I was shocked. If you're 18, you can have a gun. No right. training, no permit, and you can take it into your employer's parking lot. It's like, holy shoot. Oh, oh. Thank you. Oh, God. Happy birthday. Right. Here's a gun. Thank you, Linda. Yep. Sorry. And thank you for yep. the shoot. Thank you. For yeah. She almost gave us oh. all a shoot. No pun intended. Oh, your your wow. sphincter almost. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, t- that's sealed shut now for good. You know what, Stephanie? Shoots were fired. Okay. Carlos L. Wacky. Where's my wacky piano <laughs> Is music? awesome. On Twitter. On Twitter. And, and elsewhere. And we love you. And we'll see you next week. See you tomorrow on The Stephanie Miller Show.